0: Hi, and welcome to lessons for my kids do you have those people who always send a thank you text or email or thank you card um, or do you have those people who you hang out with who always seem engaging when you're talking with them well today i i read an article it's called social and work etiquette for teens and since this is lessons for my kids that really does break down some of the more important etiquette uh, needs that kids need to master. Um, there are so many things that we think about now as adults that I wish some people would have focused on uh, teaching me early on. Now, I did learn some of these things in high school, I learned more of them in college, but really, I learned most of these uh, once I was in the business world. As far as kids today, they seem to be a little bit further ahead and um, learning things at a much faster rate than what we did back when I was in that age group. So anyway, this article, it was written by a woman named Dee Dee Main and it's on a website called the spruce.com. So Miss Main, you did a great job. Uh, for those of you who are listening though, this article has a lot of links. And it, so if you want to do a deep dive into any of these areas, which, easily somebody could spend an episode just talking about each one of these. Uh, I I really do urge you to do that. I think that there's some really good things here that uh, kids can learn and how to handle social life, just daily living, or even for classroom, or if they get a job when they're 16, 17 years old, or even if you're an adult, you may want to even review some of these. But I think we need to go through the list. And it's, uh, it's not too bad, um, but I am going to try and go through them fairly quickly. Uh, I do try to keep these podcasts down to about 15 minutes, but uh, this one might go just a titch over, so warning you ahead of time. So Miss Main, she starts out with this saying, uh, teenagers who want more friends and an enriching social life can overcome the difficulties of peer pressure and fit in by mastering adult skills. And she's right. How many times when you were a kid, uh, if you're an adult, or how many times uh, if, you're, if you're still a kid, a teenager, uh, how are you trying to fit in? Maybe it's by wearing the right clothing, uh, you know, having the name brands, or it's hanging out with the right people or the right crowd um, to make yourself look like you fit in. We're all trying to fit in, even as adults, a lot of adults try to fit in. And you'll see that in the business world specifically. Uh, you see those people who, some people call them ladder climbers. They try their best to fit in with the upper echelon if they can. Um, you'll see a, an employee that's trying to fit in with a management team. In some cases, they might. and They might be able to hold their own, uh, but they just... It might take a little time. As far as trying to fit in, though, in the end, be who you are. Don't worry about having to fit in with everybody. One of the things that I told my kids um, is be friends with everybody. You know, try try and get along with everybody. There's value in that. Um, it's not always about who can get you further or what can get you ahead in life, but it's be a good person. Be kind to others. And in the end, that's the best that we can do to make the world a kinder place. So, like when I was in high school, I liked to be friends with just about everybody. As an athlete, I hung out with a lot of athletes. As an art student, I hung out with a lot of the art kids, uh, which were a different crowd than than the athletes in many cases. Um, I hung out with the kids who were brains and had a friend who went off to Harvard and uh, had others that went into Ivy League schools. Um I hung out with the kids who smoked in the back of the building and some went to jail. Uh, you know, it's just you get something from each crowd uh, that helps you determine who you want to be. And what do you want to be in life? What do you want to do in life? How do you want to make your mark? So be part of everybody's cr- group. We don't have to be a clicky all the time. Uh, so Ms Maine goes on and says parents can help their teenagers by listening and answering questions as they arise without being judgmental. And often questions teens ask may seem basic to adults, but it can make a huge difference difference in whatever issues your teen is facing. It's very true. You know we we always we often think that as adults that we we know the answers to everything. Well, we don't first off. And really, when we're talking to teens, a lot of these teens are facing these questions for the first times in their lives. So they may not, it may not be something that they know. And so that's why they're asking. You know, I've heard that adage said before that there's no dumb question. And while I agree with that, for the most part, I think there are some dumb questions. Uh, We all can probably agree to that. But for a teenager who's trying to figure out what their life is and where they're going you know, I, I give most teenagers the break and the benefit of the doubt that they don't know. And so it's again, try to be kind, try to be helpful and uh, help them out. So the importance of social life, we'll jump right into to her first little bit here. And she talks about conversation and communication etiquette, learning how to hold uh, interesting conversations. You know, I, I was told uh, early on, always have a joke or two in your back pocket. Now, my memory isn't nearly as, what it, as good as what it was back when I was younger, but try to having a joke, uh, having some open-ended questions. You know, it's not just about what do you do for a living or it, where do you live? You know, it might be a little bit more, more general than that, but uh, there are some questions that we can ask um, that might be interesting to kind of break that ice. Um, that moves on to manners for men and women. Uh, It's important to have good manners in social situations. Um, Using your table manners. I know my kids can always use that. Um, I learned that as I moved along uh, into my late 20s, probably better than ever before. Um, RSVP to events. This is an important one. Uh, I've been talking with, with some of my friends, and I think one of the things we get frustrated by is if somebody's taking the time and effort to send you an invitation to go somewhere or to be somewhere, respond. If somebody's taking that time uh, and they they are inviting you, be sure to answer them. And we're gonna get more into answering people later on. But I, you know, if somebody's sending you an invitation, they want you to be there, so don't just ignore it. Respond as quickly as you can. If you if you don't know. Uh, whether or not you're going to be able to attend uh, a party or an event. At the very least, let them know, hey, I need a couple of days to think about this, or I've got to rearrange my schedule, or we might have a tournament, or whatever it is. But let them know something. Uh, leaving somebody hanging uh, really isn't, it's, it's rude. Uh, people are planning parties. They've got to figure out seating arrangements. They've got to figure out food. And when somebody doesn't respond and then just shows up, that throws them for uh, a little bit of a curve. So show respect and uh, let them know what's going on. Uh, Kids need to know about restaurants and how to act courteously and and how to uh, behave themselves in a restaurant, especially the higher end restaurants. Uh, I taught my kids how to do the uh, bread and drink. And I think I may have mentioned that earlier uh, on another uh, podcast session, Uh, but Making that B and D with your fingers and your thumb uh, tells you where that bread uh, plate is for you and where your drink should be, which in most cases starts out with water. Uh, the next one, st- sending thank you notes. So, as we started out this segment, uh, if somebody's taking the time to come and do something nice for you, they've spent time picking out a present for you, they've asked you to uh, do something send a thank you note. It's not that hard. It's actually very easy to do. And in this day and age of electronics, if you don't have time to hand, out, hand write out a thank you note and hand write out an address on an envelope and get a stamp and mail it, which it that is the most personal uh, way to, to respond and, and a thank you. Um, and most people are very gracious uh, about receiving something like that because who doesn't love to receive mail and who doesn't love to receive a thank you note that's heartfelt. Um, but if somebody spent time finding a perfect present for you, you should at least acknowledge that. So I make sure my kids, they, birthday money, uh, Christmas presents, uh, that they send thank you notes to to family who take the time to send them something. But if you don't have time to ha- do all the handwriting, send an um, email send a text at least acknowledge that these people did something nice for you because that's the proper thing to do and if you don't do that why would anybody want to do anything nice for you in the future so let's move on to daily living uh and then we'll get to the classroom and job behavior and then we'll be done um so for daily activities You know, it's table manners. It's time management skills, which again, a lot of these could all flow into classroom and job behavior anyway. But table manners, knowing the proper table manners. You know, if you know the bread and drink, if you know not to have your elbows up on the table, if you know to put your devices down or put them away, really, they shouldn't even be on a table. uh, It's taking a, a, a hat off when you're sitting at the table. Uh, Those are those are some of the basic table manners Uh, putting a putting a napkin on your lap if if you have a napkin You know, those are just some basics Um, How to answer rude questions We are all going to meet people in our lives that are rude. They are going to ask us rude questions be the bigger person and this will obviously develop over time, but kind of take a step a step back or take a second, breathe through uh, your nose and think about how to best respond to somebody who's asking a rude question. Now, are they being rude on purpose or are they being rude just because that's who they are? There are differences in that that manner. So you have to figure out what is it that they're coming at me with and then decide, do you want to be snarky or do you want to be the bigger person? And in most cases, being the bigger person is a much better situation. Uh, time management. Again, this can fall into classroom and job behavior as well, but showing respect for others by being on time is huge. Uh, I, I was taught early on, five minutes early is on time. If you're right on time, you're late. And I try to live by that, although not everybody uh, and me included. I I don't always hit it, but that's what I strive for. So I've tried to teach my kids that, like when we're going off to a practice, it's being there five minutes early, it's having your shoes on, your gear is ready um, so that at the time uh, you're supposed to be there for practice, you're ready to go. The coach doesn't want to see you putting on your shoes at the top of the hour when practice is supposed to start, because now that's delaying the start of the practice. Uh, just as it would be for a, a rehearsal for a play, or a concert rehearsal, or whatever it is. Uh, if, you're, if you're right on time, you're late, because now you're holding back everybody else from getting started. Holding a well-mannered behavior, uh, understanding proper technique, watching sports and events, you know it's using proper language, um, it's applying good sports spectatorship, you know, we've been to live games where there have been people who've been very rude. And just because you buy a ticket to something doesn't mean that you have the right to make others around you feel uncomfortable. Um, bad-mouthing other, other fans or spectators, uh, that's not the right way to be. You know, if you, as mom always said, you know, if you don't have anything nice to say, keep your mouth shut. Um, and I, I would say the same thing there. Uh, balancing cell phone use. Uh, I think this is an important one, especially for teenagers today and probably into the future as more and more of us uh, rely more on our cell phones. But it's if you're with other people, with your family, at a dinner table, maybe you're with your friends and somebody else is calling you or texting you, if it's truly important, go ahead, take the call, send a text response, but keep it short because obviously you're spending time with others physically face to face and they're wanting to spend time with you. They don't want to see you on your phone. Uh, so try to keep those things short. If you truly have to do those things by taking the call or sending a text, just keep it short. All right. So that moves us into the last part, classroom and job behavior. And some of these things, again, as we've talked about earlier, they've already kind of folded into this area as well. But, uh, She's got a few new ones here. So personal space. Uh, I know some people who are what we call close talkers. and I don't know if it's cultural. I don't know if it's just the way they were brought up, but they feel the need to be kind of in your in, in my space when they're talking. And I try to take a step back and uh, you know give that little bit bigger buffer. And since COVID-19, I think we've had a lot of people who understand they have to stay a little bit further away, which is helping to reduce these, this uncomfortable, uh, this uncomfortable position. But if you do have a close talker, you can either step back and see if they follow you. If they do, you can just say, I'm sorry, can you just take a little bit step back? And most people are fine with it. Um, moving on, email etiquette. You know, when you're emailing someone, be it a teacher, a fellow student, somebody at work, maybe it's a client or a customer, respect their time and have good manners through that electronic communication. Use language that um, is proper. It's uh, using an email uh, that's short to the point. Maybe you're, you're making bullets as to what exactly it is you're trying to get to. But I have people at work who They send me a long email that's a page or two long and they never get to actually telling me what it is they need or providing the details that will help us get to a resolution. So when you're doing email or when you're asking somebody for help, make sure that you include as many details as possible um, and ask the question. And in fact, if you can, ask the question right out of the gate. Hi, so-and-so, can you help me with whatever it is i'm struggling with whatever it is and then get into all the details as far as what you've done and uh and how they can they can help you uh school manners you know i think that's pretty much the same as what we've been talking about all along you know being appropriate being acceptable uh socially with your language and body behavior and clothing you wear those are all important things uh, acknowledging others. Again, this kind of goes back to, um, well, this can go back into a different, a couple of different things. One, it's not taking credit for someone else's work. If if you were working in a group, make sure that, that everyone is acknowledged and you're not taking credit for what somebody else did. But um, I also look at this from the other coin as, hey, if somebody's l- reached out to you um, or if they've asked you for assistance or whatever it is, acknowledge them. Um, one of the things that we used to do, or I guess I, we still do, is responding within 24 hours. It, it's just one of those good rules of thumb that everybody should apply to, um, that if somebody sends you an email, or if somebody calls you and asks you something, obviously our lives go on. And unless you're on vacation, or away from your home, or away from your computer, those times are understandable. It's going to take longer. But if you're still working, or if you're in school, or if you're home, just send a quick note. Or leave a voicemail response. Or send a text and say, look, I got your message. Um, I'm not able to get the answer, or I'm looking into it, or I need to contact somebody else for, for assistance. Or even if it's a redirection, that's fine too. But at least an acknowledgment is needed to say, hey, this is I, I got your message. Thank you for for sending it or calling. Uh, but here's my time frame for answering you, and then follow through. I think that's the second part of that. That so many people that I've seen in the business world, they give these uh, they give these these responses, but then they never follow through. Um, so the last one I'm going to touch on here is respect coworkers and students always show respect um, you know you you may have good grades you may get promotions you may get letters of recommendation but you also have to respect co-workers who get those things too and also if you do get those promotions and such that doesn't mean uh, you get to be a jerk now because you you are now in a boss position no Show respect for workers. And what happens is a lot of times when you show respect to others, they show that respect back to you. So it's important that we, we show respect. And with that, um, I will put the, uh, put the email, uh, I'm sorry, I'll put the, the title of this article into um, the synopsis here. Uh, so if you decide you want to go and look into any of these things a little bit uh, deeper, I would urge you to do so. And with that, I thank you for listening. Have a great day.